Welcome back to the With Joe Eby podcast, episode 121. And uh, a bit of a cha- this is a very important one, a bit of a change of pace. Um, because it's the end of the season on how I wired meaning fundamentals and I guess our exploration of human nature we've been on. I want to be clear that this, uh, these 120 whatever odd episodes have not been the full keys to understanding something as dynamic as meaning our wiring and our human nature. Um, I, I certainly hope to have uh, illuminated any of you listening how deep and complex this exploration is and also how worthwhile it is digging deep into it and getting to understanding it um, incredibly well. Personally, it's been incredibly helpful from a business perspective, from a personal life perspective, relationship perspective, and it's helping to just maximize the ROI I get on everything. As long as you don't get too uh, uh, disenfranchised by some of the nasty stuff you find. I don't particularly have a Robert Greene approach, for those who know Robert Greene, the author. Um, I find his books useful, though. Uh, but it, it, I certainly don't see why you can't look deeply into human nature and, but keep a positive spin and keep relatable for the average day-to-day person. And it's important not to completely lose track with your contemporaries, I think, which is probably something I'd, I definitely need to keep in mind myself. Listening to this podcast is not a substitute for going on a journey. So you can use this podcast if you've been listening to it for, for many things, and it's certainly up to you. Um, but my challenge is always more. Some I was given this, this incredible one-liner recently that uh, it is written in the Talmud that there is an angel leaning over every blade of grass whispering, grow, grow. No matter where you are, and last episode was be the constant student, right? Be constantly learning. Never stop. Never stop evolving. So I, I have to live by that because that's what I practice and preach. But that's always my call to action to you. Yes, this can be something nice to listen to, and that's fine. Uh, you know, I try and do the slow, smoother voice for you if it helps relax you. But I would also encourage you never to rest on your laurels. When I look around the people I know now, my contemporaries, especially those of a young age who, who would be most, um, most well-positioned to be launching their journey, launching the early, early phase of their journey rather right now. I was thinking about this before I recorded the podcast episode. I feel like I only know two to three people who are really uh, maximizing the potential they have right now. Two or three. And I know some very promising young people. Now, this opinion doesn't necessarily mean much because it's just my opinion. Um, I, don't, I don't know how much that counts for. But that's the, that's the standard I hold those around me to and the standard I try and hold myself to. Now, I'm not going to reveal to any of those people who they are, even if they ask me. And that's probably because I think it's best to assume that there's always more you could be realizing. And then you can think about how you're going to discover that. And it's not by staying firmly within the confines of what you know now and holding your goals too tightly. Strong goals loosely held, right? Don't hold your goals like Gollum one of my blog posts so that's an interesting framing for you to take forward um yeah (laughs) i think what i hope for for each of you who might be listening is we did this book 18 and lost so away so i've talked about that a bit 
And the experience of doing that was quite incredible. Very, very fortunate, I think, to have been part of that. And what happened is we, we created this thing that I believe in. I don't know how well it will be received. It's not, we're not openly selling it yet at the time of recording. But I think it's, I'm very proud of it as a piece of work. I'm very proud of all the authors. Uh, They went through varying degrees of difficulty to actually finish their chapters and finish their contribution to it. There's a dynamic range of people with very different rich experiences of life. And so, yes, we created this thing. We did this project as a group, which made it more meaningful than if I'd written it on my own or tried to, because I couldn't have. Though our lives have become heavily intertwined as a result of it. And I feel like I've been there for some of the authors of the book um, at times where they've needed it in their personal life. And I can tell you for sure that uh, several of them have certainly been there for me when I've needed it and helped me overcome some of the biggest obstacles I never knew I even had. And I, I choreographed the, the majority of the experience. And so I've learned so much by doing it. And it's funny how you can game and manipulate your own powerful learning experiences. And, that, and that's what we've shown with the book. Um, I certainly hope that that example removes the excuses any of you out there might have for not making your learning and thus your journey more dynamic and more exciting. But I want to emphasize this point about the tribe, though. Regardless of the, the creative output and the project, the intertwining of our lives, you know, a lot of, you know, Marvin Glass, for example, was the only one who used to go to five. He was an early 5.30 club champion. That movement's really picking up now. And he got so many others of us involved. And, you know, I've seen people meet great kind of companions, friends, colleagues through, the, through all the thousand doors that have opened through running the retreat and organizing the book project, which just touches my heart because there's all these ripple effects moving out through the world in very subtle and hard-to-notice ways emanating from this project. And our connection to one another. And just just there for each other. And I have this ideal, this beautiful ideal of the intertwined journey of you and your friends doing cool shit and supporting one another. And it's, it's uh, kind of come into my life in a very beautiful way. And I really hope that it is something that can materialize for you. We're trying as best we can to, to try and make that accessible to more people with the constant student community. Uh, which I will shamelessly plug for as long as we do it, because I, I just, that is the gap I believe needs to be filled in the world most, which is why it takes the majority of my attention right now. But uh, I just hope you find that in any way possible. And uh, that's all I could say. I wrote a note here as well that I think in this podcast, the attempt's not to give you the ideas to live by, but rather just to give you a spark to develop your own ideas. And I think that's very important. Uh, my friend Robbie gave me a very useful way to think about this recently in that it's kind of like how everyone has their own way of dressing, their own style. We all have the same kind of clothes, so to speak, to pick from, from the shops, but everyone can combine them in their own way. And there's no right or wrong. The only wrong outfit is the one that doesn't resonate with who you are and your personality. And so I think about your ideas, your journey, your values, your beliefs, and all those things. What's disheartening is this idea of René Girard. Very timely, I was listening to this in an audiobook just before I started recording. And René Girard had this idea that most people really don't know what they want. So to substitute for that, they just take their ideas of what they want from others. 
which is certainly I've said on the on the podcast before, but probably not in as direct a phrasing. That's very much the reality. So whilst I typically do these reflection episodes and the last 15 episodes were about what I considered the worthwhile pursuits or angles to take to tack life from, I guess. Um, you know, remembering who you are, the I only do what only I can do, the priorities hierarchy, the orchestra, uh, and, and others, the psychological nomad, the inner and out, outer world. There are countless others, to be honest. I just try and try, try to choose 15. Maybe one of them resonates with you. Maybe you'll... Maybe none of them will, but they helped you build your own ideas in your own way. All the other tools I've explored in this 120, uh, 120 episodes prior, things like the minimum viable lifestyle, Astro the dog, the pleasure treadmill, the expectations trap, um, you know, the bucket, intrinsic versus extrinsic. Uh, and of course, of course, above them all, uh, the thousand doors. Are hopefully just bowling lanes for you hopefully they just help you figure out your own bowling lanes in life so you don't fall into the into the pits and go off track and as, you, as long as you stay with the, within those bowling lanes you might not get a strike but you're going to knock down some pins and i guess that is ultimately my, my hope my goal with this podcast so my own reflections at this moment in time i'm always working on my own systems of living which is something i should have talked about way more in this series of the podcast um but it's pretty self-explanatory it's systems bring results not willpower not i'm going to change and do this and that different but certainly the systems like what do i design in so that i don't have to rely on willpower to make my life better and that's the bowling lanes concept and one of the ones i'm contemplating at the moment is the sabbath Right, returning the idea of the Sabbath, that's a very religious idea, and just applying it to um, life in a secular way. I think it's a great principle in general. I think when I reflect on what I think key challenges and ways of getting tripped up in life are, well, most people are too zoomed in. Uh, and they, they struggle to actually zoom out. And I think that's what the Sabbath is good for, is the time to think and reflect on what you're actually doing. And what you do on a day-to-day basis and what that projection is like in the f- where you're actually headed in life if that's the way you live day to day and zooming out because normally when you're engaged in something you, you your bias is to see it through and complete it and that's different to follow through which i know a lot of people struggle with like consistency what a lot of people call consistency but i mean you don't normally sit down and watch half a tv show uh, even if it's not a great tv show you'll see it all the way out so when i open a pack of chips and, it's, and it's, a, it's not even the best packet of chips, but I normally try and finish the packet. It's like this need for, com- for completeness. And that can be uh, useful, but also dangerous. Because sometimes we're seeing um, low return shit through. It's not worth our attention. It's not the best thing we could be doing. A lot of the time, that's my concern. So I'm actually trying to observe more of the Sabbath concept in my own life and taking Sundays to... Not create, I actually have a system right now where I have a, a separate email and actually that no one has. No one send, no one can put stuff in my inbox for it and actually just email myself things during the week that I want to think about more and do as a more of a uh, deep thinking exercise or reflection exercise on Sunday. But I'm also trying to get together with a, a group of people, um, some of my close friends who I know I can have really frank conversations with on a Sunday uh, at br- about brunch sort of time and just taking time to 
smell the roses but just talk about things and bounce ideas and not so much get caught down in in work or just mindless social activity so not just socializing for distraction but socializing for reflection and uh that's um that's that's just one of the things i've been thinking about i just want to reflect that as we closed out the the season right now um so what comes next i'm actually gonna take a break so you're not gonna get daily episodes anymore not for now i had an idea the other day for how i might actually revamp the whole style of the podcast to be way more interactive so i'm thinking that's more the most likely way we're going to be proceeding to be honest um which might tie into the constant student i think um you're just gonna have to wait and see but even though it was great to be able to churn out so many episodes and have them available daily um I think a lot of my motivation has been, I feel like there's just so much to talk about. I feel like there's so many ideas to get across. Um, but even even if I just make them all as podcast episodes, that might not always be the best way. So I'm just reflecting on the best way to do that. The other thing with the frequency is really kind of good from a consistency standpoint, but I also don't want to turn into the news where it's like I feel like I have to push something out for the sake of it. And I want to make sure that the new ideas that arise uh, have time to stew over. And I have time to actually refine them and not just think of, think of them and automatically um, press publish. I want to make sure that they go through a process of refinement before I actually uh, maybe get, get conversation with you. So uh, there's some of the things I think about in terms of where the podcast heads next. So there definitely will be a gap. So if you've enjoyed this format, I really encourage you to actually just go back to the start and start going through it again if you've made it all the way through and season two is not out yet because there are a lot of ideas and I think I would even benefit from doing the same thing and it's hard to, it is really hard to actually fully appreciate them and get them in one hit. Um, certainly they, it's like rereading a book. So if it was that useful, sometimes it's better reread a book that was had a big impact than to try and read something that might not be as great. Um, so you can reflect on that. But yeah, ultimately, I guess the thought to leave you with and the tone to set going forward is that angel whispering over you, whispering grow, grow. And not to settle the, the biggest obstacle is, I said in the last episode, really indifference for most of us who live and breathe now. And... Low standards for ourselves. You know, I, I'm a big believer in high standards and that's different to high expectations. Expectations are you believing something is certain to happen for you. Standards are what you believe the quality is that you owe the world and yourself and delivering on the quality. Regardless of what it is, but the energy and the intention behind it being right and sound and spot on. That's more important than what, probably what you actually end up being able to produce. So yeah, I think I think that's uh, enough reflection for now. So wow, what a journey, and it's certainly not over, but it 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 might change a lot going forward. We'll have to see. If uh, there is a, a a stream, so if this stream was much more about. Um, uh, I guess how we're wired, uh, meaning, existence, and human nature. 
the next one would probably be about learning, um, but we'll see, we'll confirm that. Um, but always, again, this is the whole part of the journey. It's just not, not being uh, committed, I guess, to just doing what I decided to do at the start, but letting it evolve and opening the second door, right? And this is the thing, when I start the podcast, I have no idea where it's going to end up. And that's what a journey really is, because if you knew where you are going to go, it might not even be that worthwhile doing it. It's that when you get into the next room, you've learnt new things and therefore what the next decision will be. Um, can't be predecided fully. But the compass and the values that what steers you in the general direction. And at the moment, I feel like I'm just being guided by the, by the universe and following the signpost it puts in front of me and actually makes things really easy. So here is the door. Right? So I've given you, I've talked plenty about the things you're offering above and beyond the podcast, which is something to listen to and ideas to form, but what things you can actually do with the constant student and embracing the book. Um, so those are there. But the other door really is just whatever the door is for you right now and the next thing you're meant to be doing, if being guided by the universe. And what I can say with a very high level of confidence from my own experience is that if you refuse the door on what you're meant to be doing now, it will return and it will keep knocking on you, asking you to open it and go through. So you've got to decide what you're going to do. Remember, as always, the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. But to obviously um, end this podcast on a, on a powerful note, I'll end it the way I started this series. The thing to remember, that rising tide lifts all boats. <laughs>